0: This episode of Earl Grey is brought to you by Audible.com, offering more than 150,000 titles for iPhone, iPad, and iPod, Android, Kindle, Windows Phone, plus Mac or PC. To get a free audiobook of your choice, visit audibletrial.com trekfm.
1: Hey everyone, I'm Rod Roddenberry, and you're listening to Trek FM. Earl Grey hot. It's time for another serving of Earl Grey, our dedicated TNG show. I'm Darren Moser, sitting in the center chair this week. I'm joined by my co host Lieutenant Junior Grade Daniel Prue, who's sitting at Ops. Daniel, I heard you joined the Enterprise because it has the fast track of promotions. Are you are you excited about uh your new journey here on the bridge of this Galaxy Class Starship?
0: Yeah, I, I, I'm I you know, I have been inspired by Commander Riker. Uh risen up through the ranks super quick. I mean, the sky is the limit for this guy, man. I soon he's he's gonna be, you know, president of the federation next year probably. So, so I decided to to follow in his footsteps and then hope I have a a similar career arc where it just keeps going and going and never stops ever never.
1: Yeah, uh there's a flowchart I have about Starfleet uh um ranks. I'm I'm going to have to have you study that later. Uh but I'm also joined by Chief Petty Officer Philip Gilphis down in transporter room 6. Now, being an enlisted man, Philip, do you find taking orders from Commander Riker difficult? Oh,
2: uh, well, well, you know, I actually work for a living so there's a lot that gets done <laughs> down here. Um, you know I've been basically it's I'm in charge of about 900 people who do all the work on the ship. Wow. And so, yeah, yeah, I know you don't ever actually see them um, a lot of times up there in the in the you know hotel bridge, but down here where we do all the work of the to make the ship go, uh, we're sort of the pack leads of the fleet, if you will. Um, Yeah, it's just a hard time, and um, I've been doing diagnostics, um, getting the vacuum robot to work. It's been it's been a long day. Um, So, and I mean, you only pay us in in pips. It's just it's it's a brutal life, but hey. At least I don't have to go to those stupid uh, receptions at the admirals conference.
0: Calling that is calling true. anybody the pack leads of Starfleet. I think that's on PC, Philip. I don't think that's very uh, that's very loud.
2: Hey, that's our word. That's our <laughs> word. <laughs>
1: Well, if you hadn't guessed, we're going to be talking about ranks in Starfleet here on Earl Grey this week and focusing on a couple different characters, their rise and sometimes falls through the ranks of this, I guess, paramilitary, peacekeeping, or whatever Starfleet is. I mean, what if I'm comfortable calling it paramilitary? (laughs) Maybe not paramilitary. We're not a drug cartel, Uh, peacekeeping armada. Yeah. We don't have berets, okay? There are zero berets. There's scants. Maybe the scant is the beret of the 24th century.
0: It's about as much. Uh, I I think it's about as much material, so it's certainly possible. One beret equals (laughs) one scant. Someone
2: who has worn a beret. (laughs) Go (laughs) ahead.
1: Having never worn a beret, I retract that. (laughs) (laughs) Philip, did you
0: did you wear your beret on your head or around your waist? Is I guess the question that we have to ask. (laughs) It was folded up underneath
1: that little shoulder tab thing. Yeah. (laughs) Well, let's start off with uh, uh, Jordy Laforge, and I have a bit of a you know chronology of him. We knew through some of the expanded materials that he was an ensign on the USS Victory back in twenty three fifty four fifty seven, But we first see him on the Enterprise in Encounter at Farpoint 2364. He's Lieutenant Junior Grade, fresh face McGee, down in the front and he's Aaron, ready to, to is this start a formal report? his adventure. <laughs> uh, uh, y- yes, sorry sir. Uh, This is uh, a. <laughs> Oh, dang, you put me on the spot. Uh, yeah, no, this is not a formal report. This, Earl Grey is not a formal show, if you hadn't picked up by now. Uh, we have a loose chain of command, and uh, I mean, we're always changing who's sitting in the, in the captain's seat. Some want three watches, some want four, <laughs> some digital, some analog. It's just
0: crazy. Yeah,
2: when I'm in command, uh, I usually have Darren put on a uniform.
0: Cats and dogs living together. <laughs> So what do you guys think of
1: uh, Jordy's, you know, arc through the ranks? Like I said, you know, he starts with junior grade, then boom, next season, he's a full-on lieutenant and the chief engineer. I mean, you know, he and he jumps, you know, from the command division over to operations, and then it's only a year later, boom, again, he's lieutenant commander. I mean, it's like... You know, someone's better put the brakes on or the next year he's going to be, was it, commander and then captain. He's two years away from captain of the Enterprise. Uh, and although we do see he in uh, the Voyager episode Timeless to round out his chronology, by 2390, he is the captain of the USS Challenger, which is a uh, galaxy class ship. So while the, those events were erased brutally by Harry Kim, who just didn't want to see uh, LaForge make it as captain. Speaking of promotions. But, uh, yeah, speaking of promotions, that's a, we'll leave that to, to the Journey. To the Journey! To the Journey! But anyway, but Philip, what, what do you think of our, our intrepid uh, ad- advancement recruiter here, uh, Jordy LaForge? <laughs> Well, I mean, I mean, he's a poster child. Well, we we
2: well, I, the child is something different. But yeah, no, I think that <laughs> Jordy. I mean, for folks who want to say that, that there's not change in next gen, because you can talk about you know Worf, but you know Yar, blah blah. blah. But Jordy is is a, a, someone who organically. Gets promoted. It's not like you know we killed off the chief engineer. Well, maybe we did, but it was off screen. But um, you know, and s- I mean, we never saw them. <laughs> yeah, but but you know, in some ways, it made sense. And maybe I'm you know you know I'm the type that reads in probably too much into the end world. But you saw first season where, like, Jordy's just, like, wandering around engineering, which has zero people in it at all times. Um, and, you know, he's actually doing stuff as a uh, uh, lieutenant junior grade in red. And so it kind of makes sense. Like, yeah, he probably would make a good chief engineer. And so next year he is the chief engineer. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we see him go three ranks. He gets promoted three – or well, two times. Two times, you know – Within the series.
1: In the military, two is three, practically. Exactly. I mean, let's just round
2: up. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a lot. Of, he, he how many, you know, He changed quarters twice. I'm sure he had some big palatial ones compared to, like, sharing, sharing a bunk with Worf in the first season or something. Um, <laughs> because Which I think is interesting because we see him and Worf as, like, junior officers doing, you know, junior officer stuff. And then by the end of it, like, Geordi's large and in charge and Worf's just still... You know, he gets promoted eventually too, but to lieutenant commander, but you know, he's mostly lieutenant, so yeah.
1: Oh we'll get we'll get to one. Yeah. No, but I mean I think Jordy.
2: you know, and again we see him at con, we see him at Chief Engineer and and we see him, you know, sometimes in command, even um in, in various capacities. But yeah, I mean I think that's a character for for a character that we sometimes make fun of, him not necessarily having a lot of internal development, but he has certainly a lot of external development.
0: What do you think, uh, Daniel, of Jordy Laforge, man at large? <laughs> are either of you aware of uh, what is known as the Peter Principle, uh, also known as the theory of management incompetence? Right. So the idea is that you will fail upwards until you you can't fail anymore. Essentially, you were gonna you are gonna fill positions uh, until you find a position that you are not good enough to continue upwards. It's a it's just uh, it's kind of a joke. I'm kidding around, of course. Uh, I don't I, yeah. I think
1: that's abolished by the 24th century. I think the bell, that's what the bell riots were all the about. Bell- <laughs> oh gosh.
0: But um you know I actually to be fair, I actually think Jordy is a victim of circumstance and the fact that whoever assigned the engineering department to the enterprise when it was commissioned needs to be fired because Jordy <laughs> was just like literally they're like oh my like, every other week we're...
1: He's like the intern who comes in and just actually does what should be done. Like, everybody so it, that's wait, are this you,
0: department. are you saying...
2: Are you saying Jordy is Ryan from the office who goes from intern <laughs> to vice president in, like, two years or something? Are you saying at the end of season one, where they're like, who are we going to get to be the chief engineer? And then the camera just pans to Jordy there at con going,
0: Yes! <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's uh, – he, he, he's certainly a, a a victim of fortunate circumstance because he uh, – like I said, everybody in that department completely fails so catastrophically in that first season that they're just – they look around and they're like, who would be good at this because we need to shake things up down here. So, uh, you know. Oh, hold Daniel.
2: Are you saying – Picard is saying, "You know who would be good?" And he just glances down at his panel, the one that's pointing at LaForge. <laughs> yep. He's like, "Yeah, that guy." Picard's <laughs> is really like, lazy. La
0: Forge. He's like, "I know, yeah. I know, Data," and he's going to be really useful up here. So there's no reason to move him anywhere. But,
1: uh. <laughs> well, and and I mean, breaking the fourth wall in in the actual logistics when they were building the show, I, I know that they weren't. They were purposely trying to not directly recreate the positions of the original series but yeah it it, but not having a chief engineer on a starship you know doesn't make sense at least an established chief engineer
0: like that that was definitely a misstep for their first season and one other thing i wanted to mention because uh you know we you, you briefly mentioned and not like we have to get too far into it um but you briefly mentioned that he gets a command of his own in Voyager alternate future anyways um which doesn't jive, maybe it does in some of the books or the comics that I'm not aware of but as far as I know doesn't jive with also the alternate future canon we have of him in the Abrams universe where he is not a captain he's a starship designer um so either, I mean, either way, it's a promotion, right? He he's he still ends up on top.
1: look, when Disney buys Star Trek and just eradicates all the expanded <laughs> universe, it won't even matter. So we'll just leave. And it then he at becomes that. he becomes no, a novelist. A point. What
2: are you talking about?
0: <laughs> and that's of course, and I completely forgot. Yeah, I know right.
1: we have more future plans for <laughs> Jordy that he knows what to do with. I mean, he's gonna need to just be like Worf and parallel jump just to get all that stuff. And done. he destroys <laughs> a marriage.
2: So he has a lot going for him,
1: oh gosh, uh, yes, always the but, best man, uh, never the groom so but yeah, but it's it's also interesting and and we we'll talk more about you know a little later about the whole red, gold, blue shift uh but yeah, but Jordy's one of those first characters that we see who who shifts well, let's talk about it right now, so he shifts from you know from command red uh to Operations Gold, and then supposedly again future Jordy captain back to command because I guess you can't be a captain unless you're in the red. It's just it's like the unwritten a character from
2: Uh, TNG going from red to gold to red. I don't I don't I don't see that ever happening with another character.
1: You're gonna be surprised (laughs) when we get to our next topic, Philip. It's gonna blow your mind. Hey,
0: wait a minute, Jordy. You look good in red. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I've never been in red before. Wait a minute,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I get the feeling that the divisions are less like career paths. Like you, I mean, some. It, it's strange. It seems so different with some people. Some people are like they're gonna just stay in this one path. But especially when it comes to command, command's almost like that middle child where it's like it can pull a little bit from this side. I mean, you you have you know like again uh, all good things you have uh beverly picard as the uh the you know the captain of the pasteur which she would also you know shift into the command division but how do you guys feel like where does command lie like it it seems much more shifting uh i mean even i'm pretty sure didn't even check off change from like red to gold at some point back in uh tos so You're thinking, this, we aren't the first. That, You're thinking into darkness. First that was into that. darkness. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yes, that was into darkness. No, I I thought that happened in in original TOS. No, you but you maybe, know, maybe not. Well, I,
2: this they, is... Darren. They all went to red in Star Trek Two. That may be what you're thinking of. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: No, no, yeah. No, let's not even start about gold versus off colored olive versus white colors. Like that was just confused the heck out of well, me. Well,
0: it's still better, still better than the motion picture where everybody just wore the same ridiculous outfit but there
1: was a gr- gentle gradient shading in the moment but, but th- not very but much. there no no i'm wearing off-white to- not cream <laughs> this is an off-white restricted area only
0: but i'm an eggshell i count as off-white what the heck?
1: i spilled coffee on me i'm sorry
0: it changed the color i got a promotion <laughs> Uh, this is this is actually really interesting because this is something that you know I've never really gotten to talk with anybody about, but it's a pet peeve of mine that really bothers me. about is like I hope the next Star Trek series just doesn't do away with these the structure, but defines it in a meaningful way. Because well, like okay, fine, if you're gonna call a command a division command, then put everybody that's in command in that color. Every, like if you're head of the medical department, you're in command. That's what you are. Like you, they just need to redefine these parameters better. So what I thought was great, what I love, and I think everybody loves this, is, um, for example, uh, Kirk's green wraparound tunic. He should have worn hmm. that all the time. He is in command. He's the only one in command all the time. That should be, he should have a special uniform if that's what's going on. Or like even Picard's jacket, right? And his gray under under thing that he had going on.
1: Right, That, that just yeah. made
0: sense to me. Captains get special, uh, special... But Jordy, as a lieutenant junior grade in in Encounter at Farpoint, is in the command division. That doesn't—he's not commanding anybody. I guess he can command an ensign around, but what? what... Well, but it, remember back in TOS, where pretty
1: much everyone on the bridge was in gold. I mean, Uhura was in red, but it's, but pretty much you know everyone else. And you know, I know this. I know this is not a, standard orbit. Like the science and medical.
2: But technically, she was in gold too once. <laughs>
0: She was, yeah. There the, you well, go. Every, that, was, it, that was in the early episode, right? When everybody yeah. was in was pretty much yeah. in gold, yeah.
1: So, I mean, if you, if you look around the bridge of TL, TNG, you know, you have the front offices, But then again, the, the random ensign of the week who pilots the ship would often be in red, not gold. I don't know. It doesn't even make sense. <laughs> Well, it's, why did I even bring it Darren, up? <laughs> Darren, <laughs>
2: it's not like we're going to have anyone wearing blue on the bridge because that would have ruined TNG. So uh, that's just uh, crazy.
1: Uh, <laughs> 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 um, well, okay. Well, okay. Well, finishing up the whole red, gold, blue shift. I mean, we see people shift from blue, red to gold and back several times, but I rarely. Are, I, I'm struggling to even think of one where someone shifts from blue. It's like once you're blue that's that's it you're like you know what we're gonna stay over here in the sciences i don't even need to talk to you or we're gonna stay over here in medical we got our own stuff to deal with uh can you guys think of one i mean i'm not saying there isn't there i'm just i'm having a trouble as as tapestry showed showed us blue is a uh, dead end job
0: no 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 <laughs> blue. Well, no, no, I'm uh, Janeway technically would have shifted at some point. That's true. That's true. Although I don't think in Voyager true. we ever see Janeway wearing blue, do we? I don't believe so.
1: No. No. but she I think when she was under command of that old Captain Paris. uh Yeah, Captain Paris, you know, that was back when she was in science division. Also um,
0: um, uh, speaking of Voyager Seven, transitioned from blue to silver, uh, <laughs> so that's a thing. Uh,
1: yeah, it's uh, um, yeah, that's not that's... even. And that's Spock, true? Right? T- Spock? If we're going I mean, kind of... if you're going to talk about that, talk about Troy. I mean, Troy's changed more colors. Yeah, than
2: she Seven. was uh, blue to aqua to purple to.
0: <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> but uh, I mean, Spock would have changed, right? If he had been that's true. Um, would he, I mean, would Spock have stayed? Oh, when he's Captain? Yeah, when he became cop, yeah, cap, when, he, Captain Spock, he would have changed to Red as well, right? Definitely yeah, impressed.
1: but the, by then they had changed well, right, right, to the whole, changing. like, turtleneck, you know. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, well, and I guess that was the other different thing about TOS is they had other things that showed their rank. Um, I mean, yes, I mean, we have pips and stuff, but they had much more flourish on their uniforms that denoted, like, the different, you know, divisions and ranks and things like that so much more like today's military um,
2: now one thing about so uh, TNG and, and, and I mean this is just a, a quick comment I want to disrupt your 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 outline here but um like do you think that in in the next generation that people other than like say uh, Riker and Picard you know them just being at the top but do you feel like people respected or or showed any deference to people based on their ranks because like I'll tell you one thing in Voyager, one thing that always annoys me, and, and people may or may not like Tuvok, but, like, everyone disrespects Tuvok. I'm like, dude, he outranks everybody here. And people are like, hey, Tuvok, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dude, he outranks you. And, like, I think to a certain extent that happens with Data. Like, everyone's like, hey, Data. Hey, I'm like, dude, he's the yeah, th- yeah, second Data's officer the of the ship. In command of the yeah, ship. Yeah. You, you know, you yeah. don't just go roll up to him, you know.
0: Uh, you mean? Do you mean data? Is that who you're talking about? <laughs> oh one is my
1: name, and one is my rank, and I'm going to shove down your throat. <laughs> um, yeah, and 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 data even becomes first officer for a day, <laughs> uh, but that's for another episode. Spoilers. Yes, for some reason
2: I was watching Nemesis, and in Nemesis he sits in that first officer's seat for like literally like ten seconds. And then, like that's it. <laughs> so, anyway,
1: I gotta go throw myself out of there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, okay. Anyway, but yeah. So it, that's just a really interesting aspect of of TNG and and later. Again, we don't even see that really in in the other series that I think of either. Because in Voyager, I don't think of anyone changing, at least on on screen. Yeah, other other than uh, the season one. DS Nine. It's it's Worf. But that's uh, you know that's different, and Neelix, I guess, kind of <laughs> shifting to that in that mirror, or whatever. Is yeah, Neelix. Oh, he, you yeah. know,
0: he jumps into a uh, into a pit of sequins every morning when he wakes up. So it's always it's always different he
1: <laughs> Well, he has to bathe in sequins. Water's precious. Okay, you wouldn't be caught dead wasting this much water.
0: It, it, yeah. No. This is. I guess. Is... All right. I think we've officially gotten.
1: <laughs> yeah, we haven't talked Enterprise yet. We have to topic. fit that in somehow. to back. <laughs> Uh, oh yes. Well, okay. Oh, one of those things you said, Daniel, where you said <laughs> Enterprise, you know, you liked how it, uh, you know, st- uh, you you want the next series to stick to something. I felt that Enterprise really did well with the stardate, where just by having it be, you know, the 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 year point something. Wait, wait. You you, you know. know,
2: Enterprise used like the actual like. April sixteenth, twenty one oh. Yeah, was, yeah.
1: No, they did, but I but I've heard it also mentioned. I don't know if it was actually on Enterprise, but around that time, it was you basically took the year point and then a number that was between one hundred and three hundred sixty five. And I'm like, hey, that sounds perfect. It sounds spacey. It's got decimal points in it, but you know, it's not super convoluted. And, um, anyway, Worf. Let's talk about our favorite Klingon uh Who again you know goes through some color changes uh he he also starts out as a lieutenant junior grade in command, but uh to and to get the only way he can get a promotion is apparently to ditch the command track because that's going nowhere. Riker's firmly capped at the top no no, 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 no.
2: the only way he can get a promotion <laughs> is to arrange for an oh, accident. Gosh.
0: This is the second so, time this has happened to you, Warp. What is going on?
1: <laughs> so he becomes a lieutenant uh, in twenty three sixty six in when he shifts to security division, and we actually see his uh, promotion in generations when he goes to lieutenant commander. Uh, although I feel a little jipped that you know, I mean, Jordy's gone through just as many ranks. And I haven't seen him get a holodeck special birthday party. You know, they just they didn't spring for that. Uh, but then again, and then Worf shifts again in twenty three seventy two to command as he join as he gets on. Uh, but it happens actually while he's at DS Nine because remember he shows up in his uh, next gen gold uh. uniform before donning uh, donning the red. Hmm. Uh, and then uh he also was technically the first officer in the Imperial Klingon force for some time Oh, that 's true that's, that's uh, you good. know because he 's always just throwing those pips off, so yeah so he 's which those uniforms are pretty still freaking awesome uh you know once they went with uh, once they added uniforms, I think those are from uh the move the the motion picture forward those were just great, great course How uniforms. do you tell rank on a Klingon? I had uniform. no idea. Who was? I was gonna say I have no idea. It's how many uh, bubble wraps have been popped on their belt buckle that is the blood, rank.
0: I think it's blood splatters. Yeah, that's that's, true. Oh <laughs> yes,
1: yes. The well, yeah. By the end, the the chancellor was like an all red, like leather. So I mean, that's the epitome of of the of rank. And he started off in gold but, leather. But let's talk about. So there you go. <laughs> no, no. But let's talk about Worf. So again, he also progresses through many of the ranks. Uh, what do we what do we think about him? I mean we, I mean we think about Jordy of shifting from red to gold, but I think of that more with Worf, especially because he shifts back to red, and then we see him in command, and we see some great episodes in DS9 of him dealing with being in command. It's it's tough, uh, you know. You have to make the tough decisions, and Cisco gets some yelling time in. Uh, but Daniel, what do you think about Worf and his journey through the ranks? Uh,
0: I, I have some thoughts, but I just want to make one quick comment before the reason that we don't see Geordi's J- celebrations um, on the holodeck um, for his promotions is because he did them privately uh, at Utopia Planitia, and that's all I'll say about that. So, um, but Worf, yeah, Worf every you're time right, you touch really... this
2: badge of office, Geordi, you're touching. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but uh you know warf is an interesting subject because it's especially when we're talking about this because it's really you cannot separate it from deep space nine it's like it's it's such a continuation it's like how do you do that um and like you just mentioned there are some really good episodes um in deep space nine that deal with this this whole subject and um Mm -hmm. one overall i think it's it's really good it makes a lot of sense warf is I don't know. Like, is he like part of um, the Starfleet equivalent of affirmative action? Because even if even if he's not as quick as Geordie, he seems to be moving up pretty quickly. And in like midway through Deep Space Nine, they like they gave him command of the Defiant for like ninety percent of the time, and he used to just sleep on there and stuff. And it's but but it, I mean, it's interesting, and it's and it works for the character. I like it. Um, but he also seems to be on a like within five or i guess i guess would be seven seven maybe under 10 years he's about to be kind of captain from lieutenant junior grade
1: yeah i can't recall if he actually is a commander like lieutenant like like Riker commander level because it's it's that's the strange thing about militaries because they 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 call you a commander even when you're a lieutenant commander. So it's, like, really confusing. I knew, But I, I, knew, I don't know if he actually got that third pip.
2: No, no, he didn't. But I remember someone I knew in the Coast Guard always called it, um, like, you're a phone commander. You know, because you, you answer the phone, like, this is Commander Gelfast <laughs> when you're a lieutenant commander. Or or even, like, lieutenant. Like, if you're a, <laughs> you a grade, you'll answer the phone. This is lieutenant, you know. So... <laughs>
1: Right, right, Can I? Yeah, it's like, this is Lieutenant. I think it's the second part. (laughs) This is is Lieutenant.
0: Oh, sorry. I went through the world's shortest tunnel. Uh, No, No, but. Subspace
1: communication is being disrupted (laughs) by the barriers. (laughs) 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 I have a quick
0: question. Just uh, talking about this. I think is Beverly the only secondary commander that we ever get in Star Trek? I feel like they're afraid to give anybody else commander rank besides I mean, than, the first officer.
1: Other than uh, Troy becomes She, Mantra, she, she becomes eventually commander. becomes but but I mean, yeah. like when they're establishing the show,
0: it's like, why can't Pulaski uh, does she too. count?
1: But it's basically the same
0: thing <laughs> as as Beverly. But like that's my point. Like why did like. It's like – it seems like they're afraid to give anybody else on the ship commander rank most yeah. of the time because I, like with that challenge – I had this? that
1: I had that exact same thought. It's like you have your captain and then you have your executive officer and everyone else in the entire ship can't be above lieutenant commander. Like that – that doesn't – yeah, it's like why can't there be – I mean you had commander Shelby I guess – but, no, she's the commander. Uh, I, yeah, I think she's. Yeah, because she God, was. <laughs> that's, that's what messes me up. The stupid
0: column commander when they're not commander, phone commander Shelby. So, and, and, <laughs> and that's, and that's, like our, our, like you know, I don't think that these people are like too dumb to get in the room with another commander and be like, "Who's in charge here? I don't know how this works." Right. Like, well, know, it's not like, the one in blue. blue. Lord, that's for certain. Do? <laughs> <laughs> was uh okay? Again, I'm probably
1: gonna step in it again. But was I know he was an alien species, but commander. McDuff,
0: <laughs> I love commander he McDuff, he was. He's my favorite. He was I a commander. Know, I don't think he was. A full I'm, commander. If we want, was to he really? That. And that's yeah, why that's what should have
1: tipped them off. They should have been like, "Wait a minute." He, he, well, they well because they made him commander because he had to be in that position of authority instead of Riker. because yeah,
2: they they they, he, they they had to crowbar that in because it's like yes, McDuff is the first officer and Riker is the executive officer. Like, what's the difference? Yeah, <laughs> what
0: do <what are> you? <laughs>
1: what is his rank and what is his <laughs> yeah. I just feel like it's a,
0: you know just you know just for an example like we never get da- data promoted we're talking about this like data could have been a commander and still not held any threat against riker or anything like like why couldn't he have that position i mean riker wasn't leaving anyway i mean <laughs> that's why no one
1: gets promoted <laughs> <Yeah>. because <laughs> riker just won't get out of the way
0: so, like, so there's only one, do i you love that should promote data
1: there, there's an actual well. That's why when Picard goes, he's like reconsider your decision, but he's really like subtly saying, "Because I got a lot of Lieutenant Commanders who are really upset, and they really want to get to be commander, but you've had your one commander only policy."
2: Are you saying that, like during that conversation, like Data has like a glass next to the door and is listening on? <laughs> Come on, accept it.
0: I mean, I'm sure we're probably forgetting. A few. He's snooping. I mean,
1: he, yeah. <laughs> Picard's, Picard don't fall. He taught him the word.
0: Oh, oh, Commander Darren. She's a commander, I think, as well, right? No, she was, she was a... Is she a commander? I swear she's, she's a lieutenant commander. commander. I think she's a lieutenant nah, commander. She's, she's, I think she's, she's a, a lieutenant, lieutenant commander, commander. Yeah.
1: of course, of course. Yeah. I literally don't think we see another commander commander in the entire <laughs> in the entire ship. Well, Commander Remick, because uh, th- it doesn't he need- doesn't he start
2: off as lieutenant commander the first time we see him, and then the next time he's a full commander? I mean, I know he's not on the Enterprise. I know
0: Commander
1: Maddox is not a commander commander, because I'm...
0: I don't even think there is, except for Cisco. I don't think there is a commander on um, Deep Space Nine for the entire seven years. I don't think anybody holds that rank.
1: Gosh, it's like the commander paradox. It's well, like, where did they if all you go? Know. If you want to be,
2: um, what's the word, joint...
1: Is it oh. like the Sith? Like you're worried that like if there's not if there's more than one person of the rank just below captain, <laughs> they're gonna like succeed you. And
0: nobody in Deep Space not, or I'm sorry, nobody in Voyager held that rank either. I mean, I, t- I guess what was Chakotay an honorary commander, but like like never was commissioned as a commander, right? This the guys. Well, I'm telling you, we just discovered a conspiracy here. What is going on well, with the rank commander?
2: I will throw this out here. Technically, if, if you're going by... And even Paul had to be called a sub-commander. Yes, oh. She's
0: below well, commander. It oh still doesn't count. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs>
2: the most anti-woman show. What? The woman can't even be a commander? She has to be a sub-commander?
0: <laughs> Seriously, what's going on with the no, ranking Well, no, commander? technically,
2: Kira did get promoted on Deep Space Nine. Yes, and a lieutenant colonel would be a commander because she even remember when she wore the Starfleet uniform, she it was commander rank.
0: But that wasn't until like the end of season seven, I believe. Right, so the entire time she was just Major Kira. Yeah, and and even like the same thing with the Voyager when they do the whole Maquis thing, and it's like we're kind of equivocating these ranks, but I mean, there's no way to make them exactly even, I guess. So it's it's i don't know it's i guess i haven't really thought about it until we're talking about it here but what the heck man why can't people become commanders riker riker is in charge of all of starfleet and he just doesn't want he wants the least amount of other commanders as possible i think
2: (laughs) a lot of them have had accidents is all i'm saying
1: um yeah I'm, i'm looking for i'm looking at the list of command starfleet commanders uh or the commander rank. Oh, this is... she's even this. It's like holding the rank of commander or the subordinate commander rank lieutenant commander. <laughs> no, I want to know just the freaking commanders. Jeez. Sorry to, sorry to hijack your topic um, here, Darren. I didn't... Are I commanders know. No, no, like the
2: is, holy grail of Starfleet ranks?
1: Well, see, okay, see, this leaves Shelby as an executive officer, head of a task force, and she was in command. Well, that's because
0: she became... Beca- X. This, uh,
1: commander, Sc- oh, was Scotty a commander? You know, well, no, he be- he became a captain.
2: Actually, he was Captain Scott when we found him in ruins.
1: Right. Uh, see, a lot of these are TOS, which doesn't help me. Oh, you know, well, TOS ranks—that's other world. Everyone was a captain
2: <laughs> by the end of it. So.
1: Yeah. Oh, this doesn't this doesn't count. Illusionary commanders. That's right, because <laughs> it kills them all. Is <laughs> a commander. So these are all the holographic representations. That doesn't count not what i'm looking for
0: yeah like even like Uh. so in best of both worlds it's a big deal that shelby is like really threatening to commander Riker, but she's apparently she's (laughs) still just a lieutenant command like she's just as much ambition as he is and if he if he doesn't get out of the way she's she's gonna leapfrog him but she's still a lieutenant commander she still has to go up two ranks to be captain
2: well now i'm trying to remember in best of both worlds when Riker gets captain like literally wearing the captain's pips does she wear the full commander pips? Does she get
1: promoted to? Wait, who who we talking about? The, uh, in in oh, part Shelby. two?
0: Yes, she does. I, I don't think... I yes, think, she does. Does, does she I'm also have to the, give them up at the end of the episode I, like Riker I'm does? Looking at the, I'm looking at the, uh, the image right now, and she does have three full pips. So. You know what it is? I think she, I think she sued uh, that old admiral for sexual harassment, <laughs> and she, she she got a bump up there. Just an old man's fantasy. <laughs> okay.
2: And Will's like, man, I wish John Luke had sexually harassed me so I could have kept that fourth pip.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. That's the though Okay. I started by year so I could freaking get all the <laughs> TNG ones together in a group. Yeah. There's like, okay, we have Troy becomes a counselor. Commander. Uh, in thine own self. Commander. Commander uh, counselor. Counselor, commander. yeah, okay, well, yeah, Commander, Counselor. So she's technically a commander of the sciences, mm-hmm. and so is so
2: um, is uh, Crusher, bridge officer, but yeah,
1: right, mm-hmm. um, yeah, Cisco, a Cisco, uh, yeah, a lot of people just on other ships. You have the you know in Birthright, you have the Intrepid and in Interface, you have. Journey's End, Starbase. Everyone. No, everybody no gets on one. commander. You enterprise.
0: get one commander. So if you're a ship, you can have one, but you can't have more than <laughs> one.
2: It's like it's like the number of androids on your ship. You know, <laughs> you have more than one. Starfleet gets upset. I mean, what if something happens to that one commander? Okay, that's why we have to spread them around. Yeah, Bruce Maddox.
1: I don't know.
0: Maybe maybe
1: was he lieutenant commander? Bruce Maddox. Maddox. No, they called
0: him lieutenant, didn't they?
1: No, no, no. Or did they no. call him commander? They called him Commander Maddox, which, again, as we've established, tells you. <laughs> no, he, it says, he he is a commander. Okay, this is rank Commander. Then. I see the he picture. He's got the three. And which <clears throat> which is nice because that makes him that much more threatening against Riker because technically Picard's the only one who outranks him on that ship. Yeah.
0: yeah. Not, and, and not uh, only that.
1: Or and he's a visiting admiral, yeah. you know, yeah. casually touring the bridge. <laughs> Nakamura. Yeah. Uh, Okay, anyway, enough about the uh, about the commander great commander search. search. Uh, wait, 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 Darren, are you,
2: did you just write the Star Trek 3, or the Star Trek <laughs> 3 script, the search for commander? Is that is that, no, are you directing?
1: No, I'm not even touching
0: Star Trek 3. Are you directing? We
2: just have to get a to no all. from everyone, we were, so I'm asking around here.
0: But, but all of our listeners, I secede my time to Jonathan Frank's. <laughs> But all of our listeners should definitely write in about this topic. And and maybe there's some fan theories out there or so. Or even fan fiction. Is What is going on with the rank of... Is it a cursed rank?
2: Oh, guys. What's going on? I well, just found out. Because
0: it, they make it...
2: It's O'Brien stealing that last third pip.
0: <laughs> he always takes it. Dang them. it, O'Brien. He always takes Dang them. it.
1: <laughs> well, we'll get to O'Brien. Don't worry. But, uh, well, but it's... It, but see, the way the Enterprise seems to be structured is... Around these department heads yet none of them can be a commander it's like what is going on and, and you would anyway. think on okay. the
2: flagship it would it would maybe be more flexibility to have these senior senior officers
1: there's a thousand people <laughs> on this freaking ship I mean I know they're not all officers but dear lord okay. you think the ratio would be a little bit better.
2: Now Darren just cuz you said that sentence I just and this is not an original thought cuz you could say this about TOS and everything but like Starfleet from what we have seen on screen with every series is the most officer heavy organization. Like you know any other US military it's like 80 to 90% enlisted. Apparently on starfleet it's like ninety percent officer like you know, there', are, there are these these poor crewmen who have to report to like eighteen people, I think, so
1: uh well that's the burden they bear well, next person that we're going to talk about is someone who broke that ceiling, became a commander all on her <laughs> own uh, is uh Troy, so she is the lieutenant commander it. for many of the of the seasons. Uh, and then, like we mentioned in a previous episode, we are talking about woman of TNG, that she took her bridge officer's test in thine own self. And after killing holographic Jordy LaForge, passed it <laughs> and uh, became a full-on commander. And, uh, I mean, that's why, maybe that's why no one's a commander, because Riker rigged the test. So, like, you have to kill someone. To pass it, no, no, no. he's like, I can't tell you what how to pass it because that would <laughs> jeopardize my one commander. Now, Darren, feet.
2: I think you're making the false assumption that every ship has a different program. That is the standard bridge test program. Everybody has to kill Jordy. <laughs> it's
0: Jordy. Everybody has to kill Jordy. I could, I could, and that, and, I could do it. And there's our title for the episode: <laughs> Everybody has to kill Jordy. Jordy LaForge <laughs> must die.
1: If only we had like an android or something, you know, that could do hazardous situations without Wait. dying from gamma <laughs> theta. Or whatever uh, even even a that... little
0: more practical. Even a little more practical. If only we had uh, an android that could literally administer a test completely objectively, unlike <laughs> Riker who is giving his oh, girlfriend gosh. this test. Like, what? Why not? Is is that what why could
2: the C answer B. Is that why there's no commanders? Because everyone every Lieutenant Commander tries to make that test, but then like I can't look Jordy in the eye and kill him. So I just can't do in the it.
1: Ice. So. Oh, too soon. Oh man. Uh but we're uh, yeah, anyway. uh but so Troy mm-hmm. and her progression through the ranks, getting a uniform at last. Uh and yeah, I mean she she's I mean, she's one of the few blue on the bridge. I mean, what? Actually, she's the only blue on the bridge, really. Unless uh, Crusher's keeping an eye on her on her son. You mean, Picard. Uh, she's not keeping an eye on her son. Shut up, Wesley. So, what do we what do we think about Troy Daniel?
0: Uh, yeah, we've talked. We've talked kind of about this quite a bit. Um in disaster we see that <laughs> you have no right being on the bridge. What the heck are you doing there? She's like, <laughs> What do
1: you think I should do?
2: <laughs> well no, uh, I like how I like she she doesn't even know what rank she is. Because O'Brien, <laughs> again, the enlisted guy's like by the way, uh, she's a lieutenant commander, and everyone's like, wh- including Troy.
0: What? What? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's. Uh... She
1: hadn't worn Pips for so long; she forgot her own rank.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I, I was just gonna go somewhere with that, but I just—I don't think we should. But uh, yeah, I, I like it. I, again, we have talked about this. T- not much more to say. The, I start taking her seriously when the writers start taking her seriously. So once she gets that uniform, like Dino and is a great episode, especially that B plot there where she actually has to overcome a, yeah. a, a tough decision. She actually has to make a command decision. And, you know, I it's a good episode and it's a great arc. But in hindsight, maybe we should have just hired an extra helmsman because every time Troy sits, <laughs> uh, you know, sits at the con, we end up crashing into something. And, hey.
2: That that one time she was ordered to by Picard, he text messaged her, SMSed her to ram the ship. So,
1: But but see the slow network connection, she didn't get the LOL JK, <laughs> JK. at the very end. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, the emojis hadn't been installed yet, that's what it was. He was, was. <laughs> was going to hit JK, but
1: his thumb slipped and he hit the send button. And before Wait, he could I, I, do it. Are you saying there was an autocorrect? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, okay, you know how bad it is now? It gets even worse by the 24th century. Was he saying <laughs> uh, reverse
0: the
2: ship and it came out rammed the ship? And she's like, okay.
1: No. <laughs> okay, I
0: don't know. He, he he meant to put don't take the con and it said please take the con. <laughs> okay. Why is it auto-correcting don't into please? It doesn't even make
1: sense. Well, he was doing it in French but, but and I... the
2: translation is really not. Oh, God.
1: Well, but I do really like how we do see, you know, in thine own self, because it's very rare that we see the inner workings of the promotion, you know, aspect of Starfleet, and that makes sense, you know, that hey, let's why, you know, especially on these ships that are going, you know, off into far off areas, you know, why why say oh well we can't promote you till we have to get back to Starbase and put you in their testing room of you know face your greatest fear you know no it's like well just cue up the old kill the forge program and you (laughs) we'll have we'll give you that extra pip i'm just saying
2: in the 24th century the kobayashi murder was a little bit easier you either have to kill joy or
1: no no here's the best part to get your actual pip You have to pick it off of Dick dead body (laughs) and put it on your neck. So you never forget. No, no, no. He's not dead yet. He's
0: he's crying one single tear out of his visor. He's dying.
1: (laughs) You'll
2: never get that LaForge pip. Nobody ever has.
1: Never underestimate a half beta, a half human. Well, you know, it. Who's trying to one up her boyfriend <laughs> on the holodeck. Oh, God. That is literally the Netflix summary for that episode. Oh, God. Gosh. So, today you get started on Netflix summaries. Some of them are really terrible on Star Trek. Uh, okay. Well, let's uh, wrap this up with. Uh, okay. Just to put it in context, when I was reading the Memory Alpha page on this character his section about rank confusion was just about as long equal to his time spent on Deep Space Nine. Uh, That's (laughs) O'Brien. And Dear Lord was... I mean, okay, obviously they just didn't care for like the first three years uh, because he's been called lieutenant, he's been called everything in between, he's had two pips, a pip and a half, and finally his little enlisted man, Chevron, I didn't even know where. Hey, we knew he was a petty officer or something with Maxwell. Do pe- now, Philip? Do people like go back and forth? Would you be like an officer and then become an enlisted <laughs> man and then become an officer again? I don't know. And then he—it doesn't even make. He held sense. the rank
2: of smiley for a while. I don't even know what that means. Oh, uh, he put like a little smiley face on his pip. That's why. Um,
1: that's like one of those Sharpie ranks where you just like write it in in the blank. You just <laughs> no, you're whatever they, they you they call
0: him Smiley because he had stolen so many pips. He made a smiley out of pips on his uniform. Oh,
2: so. I'm picturing like his ugly Christmas sweater is just made out of pips. But,
0: yeah. <laughs> the, the people
1: he kills in the alternate universe, he takes their pips and puts them over their eyes. You know, for the boatman.
2: <laughs> <laughs> all the card are the bloody card. Um, but cardies. he does,
1: you know, progress. Uh, you know, he starts as chief petty officer and then he becomes chief of operations in deep space nine. Well, cause I guess you got to be able to call him chief no matter what.
2: Yeah. Are you, am I calling you chief? Cause you're chief of operations or chief? Cause you're chief petty officer. When he
1: becomes captain, he just becomes chief captain <laughs> because they, it's just so, I mean, all his shirts are monogrammed with chief. chief. I mean, he doesn't want to
0: change. He's, he's chief petty captain. That's right. Chief petty captain.
2: He's, he can be so petty sometimes. The most
1: convoluted rank I've ever
0: seen. <laughs>
2: Um, but yeah, I mean, because I think it's, you know, once they figure him out, but even then, because there's so many, and and naval enlisted ranks are not my thing, so I'm not 100% on them. Um, I mean, I can tell you Army Marines, um, but anyway, but, um, you know, so, but through, there's so many ranks, it would have been interesting to give O'Brien, you know, that he's a petty officer, and then maybe he's a chief petty officer, and then he's a master chief. And then he would have had a great video game. Um and so it would have just been interesting to see all those those different levels for him.
0: Ah, literally. I was actually going to I I was literally just about to say, Philip, um you know, I don't know how many people are familiar with this, but uh, you know, in the the end of the first Halo game there, there's, he's about to fly away in the spaceship, and he takes off his helmet. We don't get to see what happens, but, <laughs> it's, but O'Brien. it's O'Brien. He is he is <laughs> Master Chief, uh, you know, Petty Officer O'Brien. So well, it would it, that only makes the most sense. Are you saying
2: the second player in Halo is Bashir? That this whole thing is their holodeck?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh God! They they took a they took a wrong turn at the Hollow Suites and uh, ended up in <laughs> in this crazy parallel universe. Yeah. Well, you see, the wormhole actually
1: exited near a halo oh. ring, and they were just, you okay, know. Okay, Darren, stop. I mean, they Darren, you're getting sheer... me too excited right now. This... <laughs> no, 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 this crossover no, no. Wait, opportunity. Wait, wait, it gets even better. It gets even better. Remember the Harvesters episode? I mean, O'Brien has experience dealing with uh, the safe removal and decontamination of deadly biologicals. I mean, where did he pick that up?
0: Uh when he fought the flood. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so now it's officially canon in my head. Uh any of you Halo player any of you Halo players out there, Guilty Spark three four three is an exocomp. And uh he's been just flying around <laughs> trying to contaminate the flood. We're getting way too deep into Halo lore here, so we should probably move forward, but
1: now, but this is what makes me wonder, if, if he's Senior Chief, Petty Officer, Transporter Chief, does that mean God. there's, like, a gunnery chief? Is there, like, who, like, runs the phaser banks and the, and the torpedoes? Because that would be awesome. Well, the one thing
2: about O'Brien, and look, it's, it's Starfleet, the 24th century. They can do whatever they want. But, like, to make it, once they establish that he's an enlisted guy, or, or, I mean, a non-commissioned officer, I guess, let's, let me use the right word. I mean, I mean, technically, that's enlisted, too, but he's a senior enlisted guy, so not non-commissioned officer. Um, but, like, he holds, according to this further backstory they give him, all these officer positions. Like, he's tactical officer on, um, on Maxwell well, ship. Like okay, I mean that's like yeah. a lieutenant position but you give it to an enlisted guy or doesn't make a I don't whatever. Okay, whatever
1: then. Like
2: what's the difference between jobs then?
1: Is it Okay, come on Star Trek. Next time you show up, you just need to have your your act together and just make this work <laughs> because it's it's so convoluted.
0: Uh Yeah, that's why they just they they just need to start over cuz they're too cannon locked at this point. It really doesn't it's really impossible to now, Of course, now I'm imagining, bec- well, <clears throat> because
2: he's you know, a senior enlisted guy, that at, at Deep Space Nine, when they say he's going to go teach at the academy, what they meant, he's going to be the basic training drill sergeant, and he's only going to have the hat and everything. And so,
1: <laughs> all right, you cadet maggots. They're going to give him the wide-brimmed hat. Exactly, the brown round, and, as we uh, call You it. cadet patak. Come on, get in universe, Philip. Cadet I've patak. seen <laughs> counselors
2: who can do better than this. Come on.
1: <laughs> I know a counselor barely made it to commander. <laughs> You're barely going to make it to Anson. <laughs> like all, all his, all his insults are like actually just like, regressed sad memories of being stuck at that transporter terminal for like seven years he's like you never invited me to the party i was stuck at transporter room three for no reason you think
2: this is tough wait until you've had a 24-hour
1: shift at a transporter doing nothing come on push off and the air vents shut off and it smells and it's really bad (laughs)
0: i'll i'll be honest guys i i haven't been listening for the last minute or two i can only i can only be thinking of the borg versus the flood at this point in my head and i just want to know who would win that fight so well
1: so the grave mine versus the queen
0: (laughs) well we can we could probably leave them alone but just just the species (laughs)
1: Uh okay well as we
0: uh, it's we've been announced a couple
1: rabbit holes but they've been really fun now so, c- can I just do a but, quick uh, we haven't rank? said
2: the two words mm. positronic ceiling I mean talk <laughs> about it that when Commander Data comes home from his away mission and he's like hey Counselor Troy mean,
1: fi- phone com- phone Commander we, he's
2: Data. like phone hey Counselor Troy notice you've been promoted she's like yeah you have to call me sir yeah. and he's like well you can call me lawsuit because I'm suing you all because I've been on this ship for how many years and never got <laughs> promoted. <it." laughs>
1: I mean, even you know who was it? Uh, was it Pulaski? Who's the one who's like that's an you have an honorary rank, right? Riker, that was encounter. Riker. Riker, yeah, it's Riker. No, because yeah. <laughs> no. he cause <laughs> because he's worried because no, he knew <laughs> he, he's like he, he's one step away. I mean, if Riker goes down,
0: Riker was being very manipulative there. He knew exactly why <laughs> yeah. he wasn't a commander yet because Riker assured that Data was not going to be a commander if he was coming on the ship at that point. <laughs>
1: And I mean, he puts him down right from the beginning, Pinocchio, (laughs) you're never going to be a commander. Remember, you're the
2: second officer, not the first officer, and then he walked over him.
1: I'm number one, you're number two,
0: and we know exactly what that means. Real humans don't want to be commanders.
2: That's right. Every time he takes that step onto Data's ops, and he's right, right next to him, he just whispers in his ear,
0: you're the second officer. On first one. <laughs> Never forget. And then Data turns back to him and goes, "Hell."
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then Picard looks at his notepads and goes, Wait, who's talking to who? What, what's your name? <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, well, it has been a lot of fun talking about the great commander conspiracy of the 24th century. But this is not the only thing we're talking about here on Trek FM. Here's a quick look at what you may have missed Elsewhere on the network Previously on Trek.FM Standard
0: Orbit And and so I was biased against it, it Even when I started buying The, the two disc collector's edition DVDs I avoided buying Any of the even numbered movies Odd numbered movies movies.
1: Earl Grey, like uh, like they stated in the end of the movie, you know they thought he'd outlive all of them, and I'm like, yeah, that's what should have happened. We should have seen Data like in the you know 26th century, like Data 5.0, whatever we call them. To the journey. You don't know if she's gonna stab him or smooch him.
0: She's gonna smooch him, of
1: course. Uh, after dessert. <laughs> after dessert. We all know what dessert means. Warp five
2: along with technology and along with trying to study the origins of a lot of different things that we've come to know in, in the original series and beyond, it's hard to try and deconstruct it without insulting what has come in
0: all of the things that we know of being Vulcan Mindmeld.
2: Mission Log, a Ronberry Star Trek podcast.
0: And my thought was, in the next scene, Crusher should have the body of the dead Klingon sitting on the back of her toilet holding a candle. (laughs) You know, (laughs) what she would only get to do after Lieutenant Yara's gotten to hold the dead Klingon up to her ear to see if she can hear the ocean.
1: Commentary, Trek stars.
2: Everything you would imagine would be in an opening title sequence for this show is in there. I think the shot that really does it for me, the shot that really pulls everything together is when he dunks the basketball.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Melodic Treks. So we do know an awful lot of
0: people get associated with Vic Fontaine. He name-drops to the nth degree about all the famous people that he and around with. One of whom is
2: Frank Sinatra.
1: Axinar, the official podcast.
2: When there's a possibility for something to be misunderstood or um, not clearly explained it can potentially open up a big hole for a show because people can end up going down a path that was actually not what somebody
1: wanted to be done. The 602 Club. What are those Bond movies that you go back to time and time again because they just do it better? Uh, First of all, Matthew, nobody does it better. That's true. Uh, It makes uh, me
2: feel sad for the rest. (laughs) 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 And that's what else is happening on Trek.fm.
0: So you can check out all these shows and get in on the Daily Trek Talk. You'll find them in iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, the Windows Podcast Directory for Xbox and Zune, or you can stream from the website. Basically, you can find them anywhere. Just visit trek.fm slash pd for podcast directory to get all the links. And if you would like to contact us to share your thoughts on today's show, just go to trek.fm slash contact. From there, choose send to show and, of course, select Earl Grey. These messages will be emailed to the three of us personally. Finally, in social media, you'll find us on Facebook at facebook.com trekfm and on Twitter under username trekfm. Our new listener discussion group is called The Babel Conference, found by typing The Babel Conference, of course, in the Facebook search field so you can find us there. Please support our sponsor, audible.com, who helps us bring Earl Grey to you each week. Audible is a great way for you to read all of the books you've always wanted to read, but never thought you'd have time for. Audible is the premier source for audiobooks with more than 150,000 titles to choose from, and new titles coming every week. From classics to current bestsellers, and even some of the most famous Star Trek books, like Prime Directive, Federation, and Spock's World, Audible has something for everyone. As a Trek FM listener, you can get a free audiobook of your choice along with a 30-day trial to see just how great Audible is. So give it a try today. Catch up on all those classic Star Trek books you've yet to read and that latest novel from your favorite author as well. Just go to audibletrial.com slash trekfm and sign up today. Again, that's audibletrial.com Trek trekfm, and we thank Audible for supporting Earl Grey and all of Trek FM. And lastly, there's one more way you can directly help us keep Earl Grey coming to you each week, and that is for becoming a patron of Trek FM. By visiting www.patreon.com slash trek.fm, you can choose among various pledge levels and receive rewards for becoming a Trek.fm patron. These rewards let you inside the observation lounge of our network and make it possible for us to distribute all of our great content. So please become a Trek.fm patron and visit www.patreon.com slash trek.fm today.
1: So, Daniel, if someone was interested in talking about your Chief O'Brien Halo flick, uh, where would they find you?
0: Oh, please, please talk to me. I would love to. I would talk hours and hours and hours about this. Um, They could find me on Twitter. Uh, I am at 1updan. That is the number one, not the word. And, Philip,
1: if someone wants to talk about that positronic ceiling and read your thesis paper on it,
2: where would they talk to you? Well, they can contact me on Twitter and help sign my petition. I want to have the first Android Commander. It's past time. Together, we can do it with your support, help break the positronic ceiling, and take that first step for equality. Um, find me on Twitter at NC Public Servant. That's NC for no longer challenging this system that keeps androids down.
1: That was a bit of a stretch. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and if they want to talk to me about, uh, you know, the great commander conspiracy, I'll be over here with my corkboard, yellow twine and push pins ready to map out just how deep this conspiracy goes. Uh, maybe I'll enlist data into accessing all Starfleet records and looking for patterns. Uh, but they can also talk to me on Twitter under a username, Dr. SciFi. That's D R S E I F I. Live long and prosper. Endgame. It gets a so. Fire.